Welcome back, welcome back. What's going on, Ken Fogg? Welcome back to the Key to the City podcast. It's your Ken Fogg, Yoni. I appreciate y'all coming back. I hope you missed me because I sure enough miss y'all, man. I've been in Facebook jail, but I'm free. I'm out on bail. I'm parole. I don't plan on going back, man, because then I can't talk to y'all. I can't reach y'all, and I've been in jail so much. They've got me on 30-day bids each and every time, so... I'm going to behave this time, but uh, I appreciate everybody that's been supporting the podcast, liking, sharing, comment, whatever you've been doing to spread word about it. I appreciate it. You didn't have to do it, but you did. And uh, just like the previous weeks, and that's this week, we're going to keep hitting you in your head with quality content. Uh, I want to thank my last guest in episode 23. We had the Queen Stephanie Luckett on the show. She just released her debut album. I definitely want y'all to go check that out on all streaming platforms. The Girl Can Sing. I ain't even flying on that. Go check it out, please. And uh, this week is no different. We got another black queen on the show. And with everything that's going on in the world, you know, sometimes you need a little spoken word in your life, you know. So, and, you know, if you know anything about spoken word artists and poets, you know, they dig a little deeper than us regular folks. You know, they go beyond the surface and can hit us with these words. And, uh you know, I came across this young lady. Um, she's definitely one of Houston's top creatives. And uh, we just want to find out more about her. She's an actress, model, poet, uh, singer, writer, uh, mechanic, athletic dancer. <laughs> uh, <whatever you> want. <laughs> she's a creative you She do it all. Uh, but no, for real though, she has been writing since she was eight. Uh, she's a three-time National Slam poet. That's right. She has three poetic albums that's on iTunes. Y'all need to check them out. They go by Destiny, A Poet, and Momentum. Uh, the last one I listened to was Momentum. That thing, Jamie, we're going to find out more about it because uh, when she was talking about drinking that milk, I want to know where she got <laughs> the inspiration from. And uh, she's also the author of The Life of Shami. Uh, which I thought it was the life of shame, but she gonna put us on game. Why it's called that, and uh, much more, much more. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the city, Miss Inertia Justice. What's going on, Queen? Man, you know it's all going on all the time. It's always going on. Yeah, you like that introduction? I love it. <laughs> I love it. I think I do do a little uh, engineering on the side, auto mechanic. Mm-hmm. I changed my own oil. Does that count? <laughs> what? Stop lying. <laughs> I do it. Oh, man. Yeah, I, wish definitely... I, knew, I wish I was a scout. I could do the. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, one right. thing that's not on the resume. <laughs> <laughs> man, I can't even change my own oil, woman. So you definitely <laughs> on top of that. Uh, so man, so glad you're on the show. So glad you took time out of your day to join me. And, uh, I'm really interested in finding out more about you and introducing you to my audience, uh, my kin folks, uh, in the city. And, uh, we just want to give you your flowers while we have the opportunity, you know, while you can smell them. So, uh, let's first, oh, no doubt. I know you're a woman of many facets. Um, let's first get into, uh, a little bit about your background, where you're from, where you go to school, who your folk is. <laughs> I'm actually a native Houstonian, born and raised. Okay. Yeah. On that north side. All <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> yeah, I grew up. Yeah, I grew up and uh, went to school out in Atlanta, 
Clark mm-hmm. Atlanta, and then I came back home to that mighty, mighty TSU. Okay. And I finished up, yeah. Yeah. What what was your major at uh, TSU? I did a I did a bachelor's degree in communications, public relations. I did mm. a master's degree in uh, sociology. Okay, so, yeah. okay. So yeah. communications, I'm figuring that was just a natural route to take with uh, your passion for writing. Speaking. It really was, yeah, it really was. Um, I started writing at eight. And what really got me into writing poetry uh, was, of course, Langston Hughes was the first poet I ever read. Mm -hmm. And I was just fascinated by the fact that you could condense an entire situation into a couple of stanzas. You could cover a whole person's life in Mm -hmm. three stanzas. And I was just like, man, that's power. That's power. And so I wanted to do that. And I took it just a little step further is every time I say a poem, I want it to be time travel for myself, but Mm -hmm. I want it to be a movie screen for you so that you can see everything like you were right there in the room when it happened. And so, yeah. yeah. And so communications, of course, was like the, you know, like when you get into college, like your core classes will have a communicate intro to communication and then, mm-hmm. you know, all the other things. And it just, you know, stuck with me unless there's feedback. Communication has not occurred. Right. Fact. And Fact. so that stuck that stuck with me. And to this day, when I'm on stage, if I don't get feedback, communication has not happened. I have not driven home my point. And so I fight mm-hmm. and write to communicate every time I'm in front of people. That's deep. Communication is a two-way street. Yeah. Uh, so you've been writing since the age of eight? Mm-hmm. What type of writing we talking about, though? <laughs> well, you know it started out. You know it started out. ABC. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, and then we we progressed, you know, to right. cat bed and set, you know. Then, you know. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. And, levels and, to this thing is levels, levels. Well, what <laughs> level was it, or what age was it when you recognized I got a serious gift, and uh, you know, I might need to take it seriously, do something with it. You know, you and know, it, it wasn't really even awesome. me. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, one of my fourth grade teachers, um, we were doing our school song and it was lame. Like it was really lame. And I was like, this doesn't even make sense. You know? <laughs> and so I rewrote it. Literally rewrote it. And um I was saying it in my head as we were supposed to all be saying it as a group. And right. my teacher was like, you know, and I'm over there. I'm feeling myself because I'm like, that landed. That you lit. landed, yeah. you know. So I'm like, yo. I'm like, yeah. yo, yo. You know, <laughs> and so my teacher is like, what is going on? This song is not that exciting. You know, thinking I'm talking to somebody off to the side or whatever. And I was mm. like, I just like my words better. 
you know. Mm. And he was like, what do you mean? You know, so I told him what my words were. I'm thinking I'm going to get in trouble, you know, expel, right. suspended something, you know. Right. And he took him to the principal. I'm sitting in the principal's office. And I'm like, man, my mama is going to beat me. She going to beat me. And so he came out and he was like, can you perform that song at our award ceremony? There it is. And there you go. <laughs> mm. And there you go. I've been thirsty for that stage ever since. So did it lead to more poetry from that point or more songwriting? It was, it really was a combination of both. But since mm. I didn't have the patience for instruments. Right. Yeah, it just became poetry because all of my friends that did have inclinations for instruments, they were always so busy, you know, and they had their own productions, you know. There's nothing like a young artist. There is nothing like a young artist, especially when they really are honed into their gifts. They're not going to let you derail them or hold them up. hungry. Nothing. Right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I would be like, man, I wrote these words. Can you just put it to the song? I'm writing something already. I'm already writing something. You know? Yeah, I'm in my zone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now I hear a lot about uh, this National Slam Poet competition. Mm-hmm. Um, you are a three-time champion. Um, well, I participated what? in three nationals. Oh, you so participated in three nationals. Uh, but still, yeah. that's a, so that's it's a, a yeah, it's an accomplishment to get on a team. But yeah, for you to escalate through that, there's hundreds of artists around the U.S. and Hawaii and all the Virgin Isles up there for the title. So yeah, it's pretty deep. So pretty how does deep. that start? How does one get into like that whole? You have to audition, submit material. Yeah, well, so, like, there's poetry spots around the city. Like, most major cities have poetry clubs, and so they'll Mm -hmm. have slam season. So you go and you compete with your local group, and then they choose five of the best ones out of the local group. Mm -hmm. So out of the local group, you got those five that go to the national competition that competes against all the other cities' top five. Is it like a Def Jam poetry? Now, yeah. Lots of people, they do pay to come and see. Now, if you're familiar with Power, Mm -hmm. Amari Mm -hmm. was a slam poet. And he actually actually won nationals the first year I went. Okay. Yeah, he won the whole national over everybody he wanted. Because he get deep over little stuff, man. All his <laughs> posts be deep. It don't matter yeah. what it is. He get yeah, deep he, about it. He's, he's a cool guy. Yeah, he seemed like it, man. Uh, so what do you enjoy most? You got the writing down pack. I just feel mm-hmm. like you are a ball of energy that just needs to be expressed in every way. <laughs> uh, but you're also an actress. Yeah. Yeah. How did so, that come about? I do. I do all of these things, like you say, because I do have so many creative ideas going on at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. I started acting uh, 
right after let me see did i start acting after i think i started acting after modeling um mm. because i just decided i said i am about to be a model and so i put my head to it and started figuring that out and i was like you know what i think i want to be an actress so i'm a poet and I'm a slam poet. So the difference in, in poets, you know, there's literary poets and they can cross. They can, a literary poet can be a slam poet. A slam poet can be a literary poet, but they're kind of like two veins. So okay. the literary poetry is kind of just the written kind that's in books and it goes, uh, they're much longer. Whereas <laughs> slam poets, all the material have to be condensed into three minutes performed. Okay, so for somebody that's giving you a score, you have to really bring to life that poem on stage. And so I was like, if I can bring to life a poem on stage, I certainly can bring to life someone's script. Mm. And so from the script and seeing how scripts were written, I was like, I think I want to write a book. Damn. And so, <laughs> and so, so mm. the life of Shami came up out of out of that, and so uh, because I saw it going to stage play and to the movie screen, and I'm still in the process of that. I'm talking to some people right now about converting the book to a screenplay or a stage play first, and then screenplay. Man, I can learn so much from you. We're gonna have to link yeah. up. Yeah, what is the life of Shami about? Okay, is so it, it is uh what they call a fictional novel, right? Okay. And so it's fictional in that you know the characters are made up, but of course the situations are very probable. And so for them to be probable, they come from bits and pieces of people that I've met and scenes that I've been in. Um, the whole passion behind the life of Shami um, was basically to start a conversation that, mm -hmm. you know, we're having but not having, especially when I first started writing it. Uh, people were on the fence about how they felt about same-sex marriage things like that. And so the book opens the conversation and it gives a vantage point of both sides of the story in an articulate conversation, not with the hating and the bashing and each side being able to prove a point or to make their point, I should say. And so okay. the girl in the middle is Shami. And of course, as everybody sees her name, they say shame. So mm, it sure so, had me. <laughs> yeah. So when they see her name, they say shame. And then when she presents, a lot of people say shame. Mm. But she is showing me. I'm showing me. So it's shiny. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I dig it. And yeah. uh I definitely need to check out the book. I do like to read myself. And I was um, browsing some of the reviews. It was well received. Um, yeah. 
So definitely something you should be a proud uh, should be proud of. Um, yeah, yeah I, I definitely got to check that out. And uh, not to stray too far, but just to hop back on the poet side a little bit. You were the first Houston artist to release a poetical. See, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, you think I did my research, you know? <laughs> you pulling this man has done his homework, man. Look at that. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yes. And, and for those of y'all that here. don't know, think of a uh, your favorite musical CD. Um, that you can vibe to, but it's spoken word still with the background of a beat or uh, some type of musical sounds, instruments. It's deep, deep, deep. She released three projects uh, like that, a poet, <laughs> destiny, and momentum. Uh, just tell me what inspired you to uh, come up with that concept. Well, I don't, I want to say I was listening to what was I? Oh, oh, oh. So I was listening to some music and I mm. started to write this. Uh, I started to write this poem and the cadence, you know, I don't like to, I don't like to be compared to a rapper. I feel like that's a completely different skill set. Um, but music does inspire me a lot. And I wrote the poem and I was like, you know what? If they could hear the music that inspired this poem it would drive the point home even better. And so I remember telling my brother that I was going to do it. I said, I'm going to do a CD that has my poetry with music in the back. And he was like, ain't nobody going to buy that. And Jill Scott came out with her first album. And I was like, do you get it? Mm-hmm. Jill so, Scott. Yep. Who is Jill Scott? Mm-hmm. And after that, and now, hold on. Let me pause you right there because you already know. I'm sure you get compared to her a lot. Yes. Your, your aura when you come off. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh-huh. um, I was just so you have to know as soon as she came out, just like you guys may do the comparison. I did as well. I love this lady so much because, like, I've I feel like we are twin spirits, you know, a lot of times. And so her entire album spoke to me and I was just like, man, I would have had to jump on this. I'd have had to jump on this, you know? (laughs) And uh, so I definitely will be talking about that later. But um, yeah, so I thought about it and I I have, like I told you, you know how collective creatives are. We hang, we hang, you know, Mm -hmm. you hang with a, 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 visual artists or graphic designer, you hang with DJs, you hang with musicians, singers, we just kind of hang, you know? And so I had homeboys that had studios and I was Mm. like, yeah, I want to get in the studio. And they was like, all right, what you trying to do? And I was like, I don't know, man. I just want to, I want to mix this (laughs) instrumental with Mm -hmm. my poem. And they were just like, okay. And so I got in there and I was trash. Okay. I was <laughs> yeah. trash. Yeah. Trash. And so, cause I'm going in there like when I'm on the stage, you know, mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> yeah. Garbage. <laughs> and so they were just like, listen, when you are behind this mic, you are going to have to show. I know you have breath control because you have to get to the mm -hmm. end of sentences. But you're gonna have to get control of that wind, you know, because you right. you just beating this mic up, you know. <laughs> and so I was like, okay. And so just working with them and just you know, just being with creatives that like new and different. They just pushed me and they drove me. And they would call like I had several studios, several producers that I worked with, and they would call me, Inertia, when are you gonna do the next album? I'm like, oh, I hadn't thought about that. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, because it's been yeah. two years, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So uh, you already know I got to ask, uh, what inspired the uh, the milk, the milk one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, that infamous milk. That's that my favorite one. <laughs> And I'm telling you, you are in good company. You are in yeah. great company. There are mm -hmm. lots of listeners that have come back to me with that one. So milk was just fun, right? Because I think they were just starting to push the milk campaign with the mustache. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my um a lot of my earlier work was uh more erotica. Okay. So if you can believe it or not, Momentum was the very, very first album that I did, like straight out the box, had no idea of what I was doing, just in the studio. And I was like, put the milk splashing in the background. Wow. Now it makes me cringe. I'm like, Dang it, why not put that milk back there? <laughs> but you know how you grow. <laughs> right, 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 right. So um, yeah, milk does a body good right mm -hmm. and uh i just started thinking i said now how can i just really twist this thing in somebody's head to where they just like whoa i didn't see that coming you know what I'm saying? yeah Not literally no okay listen this is a family show family show this is a family show <laughs> We gotta keep the belt. So, no pun. So yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, I really wanna, I really wanna test my skill with that. I really wanna see mm -hmm. how many words I can freak like that. Like, how many puns can I just completely twist around and just have people's minds searching? Like, did she say that? Mm -hmm. Is that what that meant? You know, because a lot of people ask me at the end. Wait a minute, this was about. A particular act, right? I said it was about milk, man. This was about milk. You need to be healthy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I have to. I have to admit, um, as a lover of music, you know, I got that from my dad, and my dad was always playing music in the house. And so, of course, the Isley Brothers. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. And oh yeah. So, you sitting there, you grooving, you vibing. Ten years later, you like, oh, he nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't lying, yeah. <laughs> you been vibing. You ain't know what you were saying. You right, know, right. Parents get mad at you because you're saying words to the song. You like, what you right. 
because you don't have no concept of what it is, you know? Mm -hmm. And I always thought that was dope about being able to convey messages to certain audiences, even though everybody is sitting in the same room. Some people aren't in it. Some people aren't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Some people aren't. And the people that aren't getting it don't need to get it. <laughs> they, they ain't ready yeah, for it. Yeah. But they're getting something though. They're getting something. You know, you're you're learning some very, you know, nice words about osteoporosis, you know, very <laughs> very educational about biology and how the bones are structured. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. mm. but y'all yeah. definitely need to check that one out, man. And uh <laughs> they drinking milk to the last drop on that track. <laughs> uh, key to the City Podcast. We got the Queen Inertia Justice here with us. Uh, a few more questions for you. Have you been inspired to write, and you probably already have, um, based on all the turmoil that's going on in the country right now and the civil unrest and you know, the same old, same old story of blacks and police. Have you been, has it inspired you to do any uh, projects or material? I wrote a poem that's called Into the Bullets. Mm. And it is so heady, you know, and so spiritual that it's it's ahead of me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I have some poems that I wrote and I performed on a couple of the CDs that I'm just now feeling like I'm talented enough to perform live. Um, and Into the Bullets, I performed it one night uh, here in the city and it was recorded. It's long, it's so passionate, and it it makes me cry before I get to the end. And mm -hmm. so, I haven't I haven't been able to perform the stuff that I've written because it's so present. You know what I'm saying? It's so right. it's so present and it's so real. Um, I know that there's poems that I wrote. Uh, during the Bush era that are still relevant today. Mm -hmm. I try to write that my work transcends eras. You know what I mean? That just like Milk, I wrote Milk probably in 2001. Wow. And yeah, probably in 2001. And to this day, it still gets to the people because I tried to write so that it, it it it's a it's a vibe. It's a vibe that you can live in no matter where you at. And so I'm pretty sure once I'm able to do into the bullets again, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one that one there. <laughs> that what can I is it what can I access that one? Um I want to say the only way to access that is her name is, I want to say, Queen Ashe. 
and mm-hmm. she recorded it for her set. It was okay. it was her show. I showed up. She recorded the. She recorded mm. my entire set. So and she left it whole, like she didn't chop it. I know. Uh, I was like, girl, people sick of me. Turn it off. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> Turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll uh, check that I'll out. That to you if you're interested. Yeah, I'll shoot it to you if you're interested. Hell yeah. And uh, also, um, so we've been speaking about acting, poetry, singing. Um, you got a podcast as well. Yeah. Uh, the podcast <laughs> is called Neighborhood. Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, she yeah. does it all. Tell us more <laughs> about the Neighborhood podcast, what it's about, how can we access it and support you? Yeah, yeah. So the neighborhood with and our suggestions is definitely on every podcasting platform. Um, it kind of really just took off. I uh, just I've only been doing it for three months, two to three months, mm-hmm. and we are in season two. Um, it's basically one of those conversations that. I want to have with people that may have grew up but wasn't necessarily raised. So Mm. there's certain nuances about being a whole healthy human being that kind of slipped through the cracks, you know. Mm -hmm. And even for people that, not that, you know, their parents weren't trying their best try, you know, just that certain things man, certain things just get missed. So I focus on minding our own business. That's Mm -hmm. it. And so it's the business of you. You got to get what you need. There's so many people out here, well, my mama didn't teach me. My daddy didn't teach me. I didn't grow up with. You know what I'm saying? So it's always these reasons why I couldn't do it. This didn't happen. I don't know. So Mm -hmm. minding your own business means that. Okay. It's on you now. You're a grown person. You need to know how to take care of your emotions. You need to learn how to manage your friend circle. Everybody ain't your friend. You need to learn how Mm -hmm. to make sure you're checking in with yourself, that you're being authentic with who you want to be and not who everybody else is telling you to be, you know? And so, yeah, so it's minding your own business right now. The first season was just that, just kind of that Mm self-check. Where am I? Who am I? What am I trying to be? You know, and so season two, now we're branching out to the people that are around us, you know, how they're impacting our lives, our kids, our spouses, our friends, um, our self-talk and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so after that, we're going to do finances, you know, so it really is uh, minding your own business from start to finish type of series that I'm working with. Yeah. Oh, I, I love it. And I definitely want to be a guest. So, uh, I got you. You know, definitely reach out. Let's link up. Um, which I'm going to be in touch with you anyway because yeah. I need to, I need to be on the scene. I need to know the who's and who's and who's and where's, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I definitely want to have you on there because we, as we were talking before, you know, we came on tonight, you know, about this this passion that it takes mm-hmm. to put yourself into a creative space 
-hmm. It's not to be taken lightly, you know, and Mm -hmm. it took me a while to give myself permission to be an artist, you know, because the world will tell you that, oh, you're wasting your time. You know, you don't need to do that. You need to get a real job. You need to do that. You know what I mean? You hear that from the world. And so it's a certain thing, you know, that happens. We have like this desire in our heart, you know, and that Mm -hmm. desire in your heart has to be satisfied. You have Mm -hmm. to, by the time you get ready to get off of here, you need to have satisfied that desire in your heart. And for artists, it's hard because we got people telling us we're not we're not valuable in the beginning. In the beginning, mm-hmm. get a real job. Blah blah blah. When you Will Smith and you Oprah, that girl good. That boy good. Man, Go I ahead. remember them from back in the day. Mm-hmm. It's like these pre- same people. These same people was telling them, get a job. You need to get out of this. So you have to satisfy that thing in your heart. Man, and when they find you, when you catch fire, you know what I mean? Right. When you catch fire, they got all this content that you've created. They got all these people that you have touched and have been a part of their creative process. You know, you ask mm-hmm. me, you say, why uh, why are you excited about being in here with little old me? Yeah. Because we are. Mm-hmm. You get it? Right. We are. Mm-hmm. If it's not me, if it's not you, then who is it? Who? Who is going to give us our platform? Who is right. going to allow us to express our talents, to get out and be what desire is in our heart? Mm-hmm. Who is going to do that? So I appreciate you. And I'm super excited to be here. I'm excited about everything that I know I'm going to see you do. When you catch fire, just say, you know what? My girl Inertia said I was going to catch fire. <laughs> oh, you already know. <laughs> just, just, just tell them that. Inertia said I was going to catch fire, man. man. She spoke that over me. She spoke you, that over me. You just put a battery in my back. I swear you just did. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, let me tell you something. Iron sharpens mm. iron, homeboy. Iron sharpens iron. Man, I appreciate that. You a motiv- yeah. motivational speaker as well? Yeah, I'm working on that. <laughs> <laughs> putting that business plan there. together as we speak. I'm putting that business plan together. <laughs> wow. I see it all over you, man. All over you. Yeah. So yeah. what does, uh, not to look too far in the future, but what does uh, the remainder of the year in uh, 2021 hold for you? What are some of your goals? Man, I told myself that by the end of this year, I will have secured the neighborhood as a viable platform for commercial support Mm -hmm. um, that I have um, brought myself to the place where my modeling will be substantial. You know, Mm -hmm. I got a couple of friends that are retailers and I'm I'm forcing my way. Right. Okay. I'm forcing my way, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. to be in that representation, you know. So, um, so I look to see 2021 start out with a bang. I'm gonna tell mm-hmm. you this, and I I'm gonna tell you this because it came on me to tell you this. Now, yeah, I, I don't know if you're into that, but um, yep, yeah, I am. 
at the beginning of this year, I was told that I was going to be prosperous. In my ear was a word that said, I will prosper you this year. Mm. COVID hit. And I was like, what? What, what happened when to my I word? Tell you, when I tell you my word has not failed, mm. you feel me? Now, in spite of what's going on. He done put it in me to tell you. Okay. The fire is coming. And when mm. you catch, keep doing what you're doing. Keep sharing the love, keep being that platform, keep lifting up, and you will be lifted. Mm. That's what I got. That's what I got for you. I'll, I'll be back. about to go cry right quick. <laughs> <laughs> man, you just gave me that word. I appreciate it. Man, let me tell you something. I didn't come out here to do that. <laughs> yeah. I ain't coming here to do that. So that lets I'm, you know I ain't coming here to do it. But that's yours. That's I'm yours. just saying divine intervention, and I'm gonna accept it and claim it. I sure appreciate yes, that. Sir. Yes, sir. I appreciate yes. that. How can my audience keep up with you from this point on? How can they follow you, support you in all your endeavors? Man, it's uh www.inertiajustice.com. Mm-hmm. It's inertia justice on every platform known to man. I'm about okay. this grind. <laughs> about it. I heard that. Yeah. And uh, like I said at the beginning, I'm thankful that you joined me, man. Uh, the conversation was so smooth. I feel like I've been knowing you forever. And uh, I just want to applaud you and continue to encourage you on your journey. Uh, don't stop, which I know you won't. And uh, I honestly, I really do want to link up. Um, so I will be in touch with you after this. And uh, yeah. I would. I just want to, you know, continue to see you grow, and I want you to. I want to help each other in our progress and our journeys. Um, so yeah, man, we thank you. Uh, we support you here at Key to the City. Uh, yeah. Any final words for my audience? Man, listen. In this world, there's mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people, but it's mm. just one you. So take care of yourself. Love yourself first. Amen. And I love you more. <laughs> Amen. And we love you right back, Queen. Key to the City Podcast. I'm your host, Yoni. She is the Queen of Nurse Justice. This is Key to the City. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Peace and blessings. Y'all be safe out there. Thank you, Queen. Peace. All right. Peace. All right. Thank <laughs>